And at the end of the day, it comes down to the customer, right? What are you doing for the customer? What is the customer experience? Because we know that customers today within travel, I don't think there's much loyalty because of the fact that I can buy an Air Canada, WestJet, Sunwing, RedTech.ca, or iTravel2000. You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with David Louch and Jason Hunt. Our mission with this show is to discuss all things business, digital marketing, sales, and mindset. It's our hope to empower entrepreneurs to get the most from their efforts so that they can focus on what they do best. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Merge Marketing Podcast. My name is David, co-host and producer, along with my partner, Jason Hunt. Today, we're pleased to welcome Roberto to the show. Roberto Gennaro is the Chief Digital Officer of RedTag.ca, Travel Brands Inc. group of companies, one of Canada's leading retail travel agencies, where he leads the overall digital strategy, analytics, mobile app, website development, and social media for the Red Tag brand. Roberto is also a public speaker on digital transformation, analytics, and conversion optimization. He's credited for having transformed the digital future of the company and driving growth by converting traditional to digital with more than 17 years of experience. Rob, welcome to our show today. Thank you. It's great, uh, it's great to be on uh, with you guys. Yeah, it's really great to have you, and uh, I'm sure the folks tuning into the uh, digital digital marketing for travel professionals group will really benefit from this. So uh, it's great to have you on today. Um, so as we usually start our episodes of the podcast, really just like for you to share um, a background of, of who you are, where you came from, how you got your start, maybe in uh, in business or in marketing, and and just kind of start wherever you want. Sure. So I'm uh, I'm Rob, and uh, happy to be on on the podcast here. And uh, so my story is a little bit different than than I think most. Uh, I've been with the organization for 17 years, and uh, and in the we'll say the digital space, and uh, over the the last 17 years, and and really evolved with digital. You know, um, where digital transformation wasn't even a thing. You know, we just we stumbled into it uh, just because because of the path that we took. Um, so I originally started um, data entry at redtech.ca um, a few months after it had opened. And I think I had told the, the guys here that uh, our story is a little bit unique because the three founders of redtech.ca, uh, we owned a car dealership 2001 to 2004. Um, and after the three-year non-compete because they had owned Bel Air Travel, which was sold to Thomas Cook, um, we you know ventured into the auto dealership and you know we weren't really auto guys and we we obviously knew we liked cars so did that for a few years and as their non-compete uh stopped or ended um they started to build redtech.ca inside the auto dealership which was like more like a 10 by 10 room um <laughs> more or less like the size of my office here yeah for one engineer um and as they were building the sites uh like the redtech site I was sitting there and just watching and, and, and trying to understand on, you know, the technology side of it. I had no background in in tech or marketing, um, but came very good with search engine optimization, building the site for the car dealership. So as I went on to RedTech.ca, what happened was I ended up joining them six months later. We ended up closing the uh, the dealership, and I started doing data entry for cruises, I believe it was. Um, soon after that. We got into the Google ads um, in 2004. 
it wasn't really even, you know, Google was big, but it wasn't obviously the behemoth it is today. Um, so started with paid search and quickly realized that we're able to drive conversions online um, with some simple keywords. And as we got into the search engine optimization side, which was our, our, our strength um, and very proud of because I started with zero skill and was able to to get uh, probably the top 20 keywords in travel ranking on page one, top three. So we had significant growth year over year, two, three, four, 500% year over year growth. Um, and I think that's what set us aside from, you know, the early 2000s and going into, you know, 2010 and 11 was we had already established a, a foundation of traffic customers. And then our brand, because we were on the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, rink board at the ACC at the time, the the perception was that we were bigger than we were. We were a very small shop, but at the same time, we were on a rink board at the Air Canada Centre, and people's perception was, well, it's got to be a massive brand, um, and that, you know, uh, helped us evolve to where we are today. Um, so, you know, with that being said, I've learned a lot. I've been on many stages with, and met some really smart people and and, and have learned. Um, I think when somebody says, well, I can't do it, I, I think that's an excuse. I think today there's so many tools online. You can learn anything as long as you put your uh, your, your head into it and uh, uh, and motivate yourself to, to get it done, right? Um, so we looked at analytics, you know, going back into our, our story and realized that that was our foundation, right? So looking at the data and understanding, you know, customers are visiting us from Calgary on these keywords, from Toronto, it's different keywords, right? So our marketing mix started to change. So that's where the, the digital transformation started to evolve. And with that, we ended up taking budget away from traditional print media, um, uh, billboards, we were doing a lot along the Gardener. Um, one of the founders was, well, if we stop doing the Toronto Star and the Toronto Sun, nobody's going to call us. Well, I said, well, how do you know anybody's even looking at the paper? Um, you know, and this was back in uh, 2007, eight. So I think my digital budget at the time was like $500 a month. It was it was minimal, but we were getting a lot of traffic organically. I don't think you can advertise on MySpace back in 2007. I don't think you know, they're <laughs> well, allowing you to do that just yet. No, so... Um, so it ended up working out really well. And, you know, and the founders of Red Tag, you know, they bought into the the digital side of it and, and understanding that we were, you know, this was the new path. And, and you know, the sites that were out there then um, wasn't, they weren't great models. I think today uh, other travel sites within Canada look at us as a benchmark, um, just the way we've structured our site and, and at the end of the day, it comes down to the customer, right? What are you doing for the customer? What is the customer experience? Because we know that um, customers today within travel, I don't think there's much loyalty because of the fact that I can buy at Air Canada, WestJet, Sunwing, RedTag.ca, or iTravel2000. There really are one click away from going somewhere else because of a bad experience, maybe an error, whatever the, 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 the issue was, right? Um, so we put a lot of focus into customer experience and to understand what customers are doing on our site. So some of the tools we're using today, like session replay tools, 
I'm actually able to see every single session that a user does on our site, start to finish. You know, what buttons did they click? And was there an error that they get stuck? So, um, and we also, you know, do a lot of bot mitigation. So verify that a human's visiting our site versus uh, a robot that's scraping our content, which is very big in the travel space. And, and I'm sure if there's a bunch on the travel uh, marketing group, that uh, they, they can uh, attest to that as well because each query ends up costing uh, money for an API call, right? So, was there was there a specific example on? I mean, obviously making that transformation from traditional over to digital, um, you know, it's a risk. It's a risk for any business to make that sort of a leap. Um, was there something that that, that stands out, um, Rob, where it was just like? look, it actually works. This campaign crushed it and it's doing really, really well. Let's take all of our budget out of traditional and chuck it into digital. Yeah, I think when we go back to con converting from traditional to, to digital, you know, we're spending, I think, $8,000 a day for one ad in the Toronto Star, the Toronto Sun, whatever it was. It was a lot of money, right? Wow. wow. Yeah. So um, I don't think the rates are quite that anymore. But at the same time, I took, you know, $1,000 and made it last a week. So I was able to measure what exactly what I did with my $1,000, the impressions, the click-through rate, the abandonment rate, and more importantly, the conversions, right? Um, with print, you know, Joe, one of the founders was like, well, I don't want to do it because nobody's going to call us. And they were so, um, so caught up on the phone call from the customer that they didn't realize that we were converting the traditional customer that was calling via call center, we converted them over to uh, to web. So today, I think we're about 70% online versus call center. And that's because of the shift that we ended up changing the customer's mindset on. I can do this myself on a computer. Um, today, obviously, uh, we drive more traffic mobile versus desktop. Um, but the one determining factor was that the analytics, right, actually able to tell us exactly how much we spent per acquisition um, where traditional, you know, I saw the billboard, I saw the uh, the ring board at their Canada Center, which is great. Uh, and something to, to, to that sense, like the, the ring board at their Canada Center, I'll tell you a little story about that. Um, so soon as the ring board, or sorry, soon as the ring board would go up in October as the season would start, we would see, you know, how do you measure it, right? I'd see direct traffic uh, from Google branded searches from the from the Toronto uh, GTA area, right? So that's how I was able to measure it. Um, and then I think it was one year the Leafs hadn't made the playoffs in I think nine or ten years in a row, whatever the case was. They ended up making the playoffs, and we noticed a massive drop in conversions. And we're like, what's going on here? Like this is, doesn't sound right. right? And everybody's looking at uh, is the site working properly? Is there errors? Like traffic? Um, and one of the brothers, uh, Joe, said, because I bet you it's because the Leafs are in the playoffs. And sure enough, as soon as they got knocked out, I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday, on the Monday morning, everything just went back to normal. Like <laughs> where we were, where there was a massive drop, it went, went straight up, right? Uh, so I think, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to measure um, media, um, but uh, it, it all depends on the tools that you have in place, right? I think one uh, one thing that I always say to clients is if they're if they're running flyer ads or they got a billboard ad that that's cool. Use digital as a way to complement those efforts. So you know if you have a if you have a banner in ACC, well um, maybe you should target 
Toronto Maple Leaf fans on Facebook with your ads. Or yeah. if you have a billboard in the Gardener, target people that work in Toronto or maybe your commuters that live in Oakville. You know, it, it's using those traditional assets as a way to kind of fuel your digital or complement it, right? So um, did you do, did you, was it like, did you put a total stop to traditional and move it all? Or did, were you still kind of? No, so over the years, what happened was we ended up moving. Uh, so if, we were, if we'll say like 100% of the budget, so if we were spending 80% um, on traditional and 20% on digital back in 2007, 2008, and as the years moved on, we just ended up taking a bigger chunk of the traditional market, right? Um, so what we've done in the past, even you know last year, what we continue to do is radio. I still think, and it, even with television, I think there's a place for live events um, because of the fact that today everybody is uh, um, recording it or PVRing it going back if it's Netflix is massive, right? Um, I don't think there's too many people that are going to go back and watch a live Toronto Raptors game that was last night, you know, versus watching it live, right? Um, so I think there's still a, a place for, you know, obviously radio and, uh, and, and television. The print side, I think, you know, um, the right market and maybe the right uh, business, you know, like real estate obviously plays a, a better role. Um, but I still think that, you know, like the direct flyers, I think are great, but at the same point, like you said, uh, Jay is to have the digital component of it as well. Right. And have the same sense of place. So what are the same material that you have on digital, uh, sorry, on print, make sure when the user visits your site, that there's some sense of place that the customer says, well, this is exactly what I had seen or vice versa. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, I'll, I'll chime in here and I'll say, thanks. Thanks a lot for sharing your background and kind of how you got started, Rob. And, um, there's, there's a couple things that I really love about your, your backstory. And, and I mean, one is, uh, the fact that you guys started redtag.ca out of a, out of a car dealership. Um, and the second is when we had spoke the other day, what I found to be really interesting was, um, there's one thing that Gary Vee always says, and, and I don't know if you know who Gary Vee is, but he says that back in the day when he was buying AdWords for his wine business, the biggest regret he's ever had is that he didn't put more money into that because he essentially found the winning ticket. And I and I remember vaguely, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, we're the same. I but you said, you said the same thing about you guys when you were yeah. starting out. Oh, well. I heard. When we started with paid search and organic, there wasn't many people investing in it. So... We have three different brothers. One was managing the financing. Frank, Joe was doing the traditional media. And then there was Enzo that was more the, like the technology side. I want to like build on it. So, you know, he said, let's try some Google AdWords. And he said, figure out how to use it. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started, right? Um, so we ended up putting money into it. Um, and absolutely, I think if we had more budget or taken more budget of traditional at the time, um, I think we'd still be at the same spot where we are today. I think we just would have accelerated the growth back then for sure. But uh, yeah. absolutely, I think like uh, new media's um, like obviously people are all hung up on TikTok today. Yeah. Um, ton of eyeballs, right? But is it right for everybody? Um, that's another thing, and it's not that cheap to to advertise in uh, in TikTok today. You know, we've looked into it, but again, you got to go where your audience is, right? And make sure that you're targeting your demographic that suits your business. There's no sense being somewhere just because there's people there, but unless you you know you're looking to to waste a lot of dollars, and because uh, we were a, it was more like a, a we'll say a family business. We really watched what we spent. Um, we didn't have like the you know the big coffers of, of money to say you know it's an open book you know go spend whatever you want. 
we're very careful on what we spent and how we spent it and and the solutions that we introduced to the uh, to our application. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, shifting gears a little bit here, because I, I kind of want to dive into the travel industry and, and kind of where you guys are at today in terms of decision making and any new things you you know red tag has implemented since the covid 19 pandemic and so i mean just maybe a, if you could give a brief overview of of the current state of the travel industry are, are people starting to travel again have you have you started to see an increase in the number of vacations being booked through redtag.ca or what's kind of where where, where are things at with the yeah. travel agent well um well since march um March, there were still people, you know, thinking of booking because they weren't sure how bad this pandemic was going to be for everybody. Uh, I think the travel industry as a whole um, it is is severely hemorrhaging everywhere. It doesn't matter what line of business, if it's a mom and pops or if it's an organization like us, um, that we have, you know, hundreds of employees where we've had to put on SERP, some we've had to, to lay off because of the fact that nobody's booking anything, right? Um, we're down 95, 96% overall. Um, some days, you know, there's some of our lines of businesses that are doing absolutely zero. Um, surprisingly enough, people are still booking cruises. Wow. Um, yeah, for 2021. Uh, so what we are seeing is um, travelers are booking further out. So winter, you know, Christmas, New Year's, even so, as going far as March, April of 2021. Some very small numbers. I'm not going to say that we're doing amazing because we're not. I don't think any travel company is. Um, but what we are seeing is that customers are well. We've we've sh we've pivoted and shifted from the the messaging of it's a sale. You know, buy this now. We're being the very uh, very salesy approach to say that uh, you know it's offers ending soon. To the more of the empathetic saying, you know, like change your you know. Things happen. Travel plans change. You know, cancel for free. Right. Um, hotels are doing extremely well still because of the free cancellation, and I can pay at the hotel. So if something changes, I have, you know, I can cancel up to seventy-two hours or twenty-four hours prior. Um, but the, the only thing that our booking again is uh, nothing really last minute because I think Canadians are waiting until the uh, the two-week quarantine ends. Mm -hmm. Because you're going away, you have to come back. You have to self-quarantine for two weeks. Um, some countries are, are you know, requiring a, a pre-COVID uh, test before you get there. Um, so there's a there's a, a lot of different factors. Um, we're still doing you know very small advertising because we want to make sure that we're top of mind still. Of when somebody's taking travel, we want to make sure that red tags in the decision stage because if you're not even thinking about us, we don't even have a chance and. And, and trying to get your business back. Um, but at the same time, giving the customer that more tailored approach today. Um, so we think that the customers that do come back are gonna maybe wanna speak to a travel agent more today than they did it prior because of the fact of the unknown. You know, I'm going to Mexico, is it safe, number one? What do I need? Because it's very hard to find all of that information online. And at the same time, um, it's, everybody's got something different to say. If you look at, you know, the news, every day is changing, right? It's never consistent. It says, well, you know, this is how it is. And, and, and tomorrow comes, well, we're reverting back. You know, you should wear a mask or you shouldn't. Um, yeah, so I think the travel agent is going to play a bigger role uh, within the next year for sure. And now a word from our sponsors.
Before I merged my social media agency with a search engine optimization company, I did a search, SEO companies in Canada, and of course, right there near the top was Casio. If you're looking for a quality SEO company that's going to help you get to the top of that search on Google, I would definitely recommend Casio, C-A-S-E-O dot C-A. Invest in the future of your business with Casio, one of the top Canadian SEO companies. I've said, and I've, uh, you know, I've talked to travel agents as well about that exact point. It's like, yeah, right now is is dark times for the for the travel industry, amongst other industries as well. But it's, you know, it's that ability now to gain that trust, build that loyalty, leveraging social media advertising as a way to build that authority for your personal brand. Because, like you said, you know, I, I'm going to want to source my next travel venture. I want to get some information from an actual agent that maybe I can speak to face to face, hopefully. You know, so um, I, I think that's uh, it's interesting to know. And, and maybe you can dive a little deeper, Rob, on the actual strategy that, that you've implemented for Red Tag post pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, the messaging on social, I think, is, is, is key. Uh, so we're running some paid paid ads on uh, on social today for, uh, you know, what's open, what's safe. Again, not the salesy approach. Right. We're not telling you to book today, um, but, you know, so. But you have two different types of people, the, you know, the ones that are like, I'm young, I'm healthy, and I'm going to go and venture out. Um, and then the other ones that are just, I'm going to wait. Um, so things that we've implemented today that, that have been pretty successful for us have been the, the messaging around the, like the social aspect of it, like the Facebook ads, um, Instagram, um, being consistent with your messaging is key, right? You know, you're visiting our blog, and it's not all over the place. It's, it's that same message. And it's, it's uh, empathetic. It's we're here for you more than, um, you know, trying for you to see, you know, what can you do for us? Um, we've implemented uh, automated chatbots on our site because what happened was when COVID hit, I can't remember what the amount of our phones actually crashed because of the customers calling in um, to wait because I have to change my travel plans. I don't know what's going on and I want my money back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've implemented uh, automated chatbots that that help the customer uh, down this path to say, you know, I've, I have an issue with my flight booking, my vacation booking, or I just have a question that I need an answer to. Um, so that alleviated a lot of our, our distress on our, on our support staff and, uh, and they did an amazing job working, you know, 18 hours a day sometimes uh, throughout the week and just to try and help all of the Canadians because at the same time, Again, if you're not taking care of your customers today, they're definitely not going to come back to your brand, right? Um, so the automated chatbot, um, the continue- what, 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 what platform, Rob, do you use for the chatbot? So we use an, uh, an application called Mobile Monkey. Okay. Uh, love the name. Uh, it's a guy that was, uh, um, he actually started off with the uh, uh, Word Tracker. If you're familiar with Word Tracker, the tool for search engine optimization and paid search. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he had built that, sold it, and started this other tool now. Um, Pretty easy to use. It's out of the box, um, and but you know what? It's, it saved our our team a lot of time. And Nadia, that manages our social media, she was getting bombarded on on Facebook with messaging because customers were looking for any channel to get in touch with you. So if it was phone, email, uh, mobile chat, WhatsApp, you name it, we were just getting hit from all different uh, angles, and uh, so that helped us out. And I think just um, sending out emails to our customers on, again, um, 
what to experience now if you if you do decide to travel uh, i think has been uh, uh has been uh, working out great for us and we've actually toned back some of the emails instead of you know sending you the two three or four emails a week we've toned it back to one or two just stay on your radar we know you're not interested in traveling right now because it's not too many people that are mm-hmm. I, I think everybody wants to go away they're just not sure right now. What, what about what about the? Have you ever thought about pivoting and focusing more on domestic as opposed to international? Oh, yeah, and the great point, and I it should have brought up. So because of the international travel, the borders are closed with the U.S. Um, a lot of our placements and even the paid ads that we are doing are domestic travel. So flights, surprisingly enough, doing well. Um, vacation packages, you know, down south. If they are booking them again, they're booking twenty twenty one. Domestic hotels and domestic flights are, uh, are are doing well. A lot of people are staying within, you know, like Niagara Falls is still one of our best sellers for hotels. You know, if you think of Niagara Falls, you, sometimes it was cheaper to go to Vegas than it is to go to Niagara Falls, right? Uh, yeah. But a lot's changed now. And uh, we have hotel bookings in some of the obscure cities across Canada that we hadn't seen before because customers are staying local, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great to hear that people are are still starting to move again, especially locally and domestically. And I, I did actually notice that when I visited your um, your Instagram page, most of the most of the posts on there are promoting local travel and yeah. local you know sites and, and attractions. So that's that's amazing. Going back to the uh, to, to the chatbot point, because you know we've implemented some chatbots in our business before and for some of our customers, and they can be pretty complex um, yeah. to to implement. And so that's that's kind of the point I want to hit on is. is decision making and implementing new things and i'm just curious you know how has decision making changed at the company do you find that you know decisions are being made quicker um and things are being implemented quicker than before covid perhaps like i mean something like that would have taken probably months to set up but but how long did you guys actually do it in so we're a little bit like our organization's a little bit so i head up all of the digital and i also look for innovation all the time so Mm -hmm. frank the ceo that's there today. So he's one of the brothers that ended up staying in. He's the our CEO. Um, the other two brothers had retired. So Frank's very entrepreneurial. And and if I say, Frank, you know what, I think this will be great for the business. He's like, get it done. Yeah. Like, and to your point um, on pre-COVID versus COVID, so companies that didn't have a digital transformation mm-hmm. got kickstarted real quick. Because yeah. if it was e-commerce that somebody wasn't really paying attention to, that's their only focus now because of the fact of, um, you know, customers are always connected. They're at home. Um, the one thing that we did see a bit of a shift on because we're, we're heavier on mobile devices. So as soon as COVID started, we saw desktop traffic spike because, again, everybody's at home, right? Um, going back to the, to the chatbot, it's great to have. Like, to your point, it's not easy to set up because you have to set up dialogues it takes a lot of time to build the dialogues on what the customer is going to say because you have to you have to anticipate what the question is, right? And then come back with 16, 17 different answers. Yeah, um, yeah so we built it up relatively quick. Um, again, the, the solutions, it's easy if you understand what to do with it, right? Uh, yeah. How to build a dialogue. Um, so a lot of it was pre-canned, especially the COVID stuff uh, that the that Mobile Monkey had built. Um, but there's... Their support was great. They helped us. Um, and we just, it was done, you know, versus us doing, you know, two to three weeks of testing. Mm-hmm. The testing window got shut, you know, closed down to like three days. Yeah. Because of the fact that we needed to get to market. 
Because if you wait three weeks, you're missing the, that opportunity that you had to actually win at doing something, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You, you've done a lot. Uh, like, I'm just looking at the traditional side of it. I mean, you're the official travel agency of the Leafs, Argos, Alouettes, Tiger Cats, Oilers, CFL, Tennis Canada, Senators. That's yeah. conflicting, though. You got Leafs and Senators yeah. on there. Yeah. But. <laughs> but yeah, you, so you're still pretty active on that side of things still. So you haven't totally abandoned. You know, we've, uh, I think, again, going back to the ACC uh, experience that we had, uh, great people to work with. Um, the fan base is amazing, um, and there's always a lot of eyeballs. Um, so we and we know that you know somebody that's in Edmonton, um, you know obviously they don't watch Leaf games. So what we ended up doing because of the West Coast and say Toronto and Edmonton are, are rink boards. On a Saturday night when you're watching the say the Leafs game, our rink board is behind the net. The game after that was Edmonton say versus Calgary. We'd have the exact same placement and the Edmonton rink board. So customers watching the game, we're just getting like, you know, a du double double dosage of it. Um, and, you know, we've done a lot in stadium for our, for the fans uh, across all of the sports. The CFL, again, is great as well. Um, we manage all of their travel for all of their players. Um, so so very good working relationship with, uh, with the CFL. Um, um, even though we skew higher towards women, you know, somebody says, well, why are you guys doing so much sports? Um, again, um, the husband, the boyfriend, whatever it is, if I'm going away with your, you know, your woman, you know, I want to go away and she might, you know, you're talking to boy says, well, you know, if it's Red Tag or if it's iTravel, one of the other brands, um, it just, it, it works well for us. And we're able to, to get back some business from our partners as well in, in that side as far as a partnership. Yeah, we so we we do some work with a with a whiskey brand that's the official whiskey of the Vegas Golden Knights. And, oh, nice. um, and it's 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 awesome to be able and it's funny how we run that campaign because it's very unique to any other campaign. We'll run ads straight up to puck drop, and depending on whether or not they win the game or lose the game, yeah. we have a new fresh set of ads that are going out there targeting that audience because we're right. in the moment, right? Yeah. And I think that's a huge benefit to be able to leverage kind of what you're doing there, but also with what's happening in real time and using social media to kind of hit their emotions at the right time. With yeah, right we, we've done the same thing. Like during the game, you're hitting them with a social media ad if it's on Facebook or, or Instagram, right? Um, we've had other uh, initiatives that we've had in-stadium activations where you can win a trip if you do something on Instagram or on Facebook, whatever the case was, right? Very cool. We've done some pretty cool stuff with uh, with Maple Leaf Sports for sure. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Rob, as we as we start to wrap up here, I want to continue to uh, to provide some great value for the for the travel professionals as well as business owners listening out there right now. And you know, you you mentioned earlier that uh, if you're not implementing things quick, you're gonna be you're gonna be getting left behind. And and here's the reality: there are definitely travel agents, travel professionals, and just any business owner out there right now that that has not started their digital transformation, um, maybe because they don't know how or they don't know where to start. So for those out there um, that haven't quite started yet, what's what's the advice? Where, where should they start um, today? Um, what I can say is, you know, if you have a website, and I assume that everybody does, um, focus on that. Look at your analytics. If you don't have analytics, go to Google Analytics. It's free. Um, there's a ton of free tools out there that that we've taken advantage of over the years. And, but at the same time, we're a full Adobe shop. We have, you know, Adobe analytics that is our Holy grail. 
you know, we're looking at this data constantly and trying to understand what customers are doing on our site is key. You know, are they getting stuck? And if there's site issues, um, you have to manage all of those. And then at the same time, when the customer's, you know, visiting your website, give them a great experience is, is key. At the end of the day, if you don't have the customers visiting your website and if they have uh, a bad experience, they're definitely not going to come back and they're going to go to another travel company because we've seen it. Um, we get reports of uh, users that visit redtech.ca. There's tools out there today that can tell you three steps back. Where did they come before they visited redtech.ca? So you're, well, they visited Salah Vacations. Okay. Um, did they convert with redtech? And if they didn't, you know, did they go back? So it's all of those little things, I think, that, that are key. But I would say analytics, uh, understand your customer and, and who to market to. And the creative messaging on the site, again, is a, is a, is a key driver as well. You want to make sure that you're focused and there's not a lot of noise. Um, the landing page is key as well. So uh, I, I'd focus with analytics and, uh, and understanding, you know, who your true customer is and what's core to your business. Yeah, that's great advice. Well, thank you very much. Jay, you want to uh, bring us home? Yeah, so so Rob, I mean, there might be some travel agents out there that uh, may be interested in getting in contact with you. What's the best way to reach you? Um, so I'm not sure if you're going to share my contact details or not, but uh, um, I have uh, like, a, send me an email. It's me at robgenero.com. I have a, a simple website. Uh, there or rob at redtech.ca if you want i'm always willing to help anybody and uh as long as it's not a direct competitor and we're de dealing directly uh but you know advice i can always give at the same time you can give somebody all the free tools in the world and they'll never use them right um so uh, i've seen a lot of that uh yeah feel free to reach out uh, if it's uh, via email or uh or, or facebook or instagram uh i will we'll share my contact details but uh, happy to help Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob. We really enjoyed our conversation yeah. with you today. And we have one final question for you that we ask everybody before yeah. we let them go. And and that is, if you could choose one person, dead or alive, to represent your brand, who would oh, it wow. be and why? <laughs> oh, that's tough. I don't know if I got a, a great answer because the only person that I ever said I wanted to meet, and you guys might think this is a little odd, was Pope John Paul. <laughs> Um, for some reason, growing up I'm Catholic, obviously, right? Uh, the one person I said if I ever had to meet anybody would be Pope John Paul. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but uh, as far as representing the brand, um, that's a great question, and uh, I'm not sure I have a the right answer right now. But uh, and, uh, hey, Pope John Paul would be a great representative yeah, for uh, great uh, brand ambassador for Red yeah. uh, I agree, and you know what? I bet you he does a lot of traveling. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so uh, uh, I forgot the lawyer's name now, uh, Kramer's lawyer. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Jackie, uh, Jackie Childs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, thank you very much again, thank Rob. You. We appreciate your time, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yep. Cheers. Awesome. There you go. Oh, wow. I, love, I love that question so much. It just gets people every time. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how, how many times we've asked that question and we've never really had a duplicate answer. 
Never. You know what I mean? Other than once, but yeah. um, but yeah, but that, that was that was great. I mean, the Red Tag is, is is they've been around for a while. I mean, it's, for me, it's kind of iconic because I remember watching the Leafs back in the day and seeing Red Tag on the boards, yeah. and uh, and assuming it was a massive company. I found that so interesting that almost like, hey, let's let's try to make it look like we're really really huge, yeah. but behind the scenes, we're just a small little tiny boutique company. It's yeah. uh, such an interesting approach, but obviously it worked well for Red Tag, and and it's it's been quite effective. I love their story. It's so cool. Like I said, it was just, it was really cool to hear that they started in a used car dealership and, and, and yeah, like you said, you know, they, they, uh, they grew all online for the most part and were perceived as this big company and, and now they are, and it's just a great story, you know, family business starting out three brothers. It's, it's, it's awesome. Awesome. So thank you all for listening today to the podcast, watching on our social media channels. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to podcast at merge.ca. Don't forget to go on over, give us five stars, give us a nice review and share it with your friends. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.